With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris Trankman from our news. Chris. Good morning. So how's the Fire Todd Bowles campaign going, Ryan? <laughs> I don't think, and I will maintain, I will maintain, I do not think the Bucs can win a Super Bowl with Todd Bowles as their head coach. But, hey, can't take it away from him or Baker Mayfield or anyone in the Bucs organization. They have had a better than expected season. Winning a playoff game is no small thing, even if it's against an Eagles team that was just, I mean, collapsing before our eyes over the course of the past couple of weeks. Uh, they're moving on to the next round against the Detroit Lions, and that is a game that they're not the favorites in, nor should they be, but it's a game they can win. I think so, and it's not going to be affected by weather in any way because nope. it's a it's an indoor facility. And look, Detroit just has a history of collapsing. You know, I mean, they haven't been in the NFC you know, championship in, in a long time. They've only won, like, what, one playoff game since the 90s? Never won a like Super that. Bowl. And never won a Super Bowl. Uh, so I think that, you know, based on the way the Bucks played, I mean, they, they looked like a contender yesterday. They I mean, did. They, they were ahead the entire time. They could have scored even more points had some of their players not dropped passes. So, uh, you know, you look at Baker Mayfield, if you had doubts about him, you can't really doubt him now after winning a playoff no. game in dominant fashion. He's already put together a better season than Tom Brady had last year. And one of the narratives that's Going to get a lot of attention going into this Bucks Lions game on Sunday. And the game's going to be uh, Sunday afternoon. It is, I think, a little unfair. The Bucks play a Monday night game, and then they're going to be on shorter rest than the Lions, who are going to have a extra. Yeah, but they got day. a home game having a worse record than yeah than the Eagles. No, so no, fair point. Was, you know, but one of the narratives is going to be you've got Jared Goff, the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, yeah. uh, former number one pick, who was. Tossed to the side by his former team, the Rams. Rams. And you've got Baker Mayfield, a former number one pick who was tossed aside by the Cleveland Browns and bounced around a little bit before finding a home here in Tampa Bay. It's an interesting matchup. I think this is a decent matchup for the Bucks in the sense that Detroit's defense isn't that great. I don't know if they're going to be as bad as the Eagles, um, but the Bucks passing offense that's been their strength this season and i think they'll be able to move the ball against the lions and the bucks defense um played pretty well lately and they're gonna have to slow down the detroit lions offense which has been uh their strongest uh facet of the game throughout the course of the season yeah it's an interesting matchup with the two number one picks both have something to prove right. and all the pressure is on detroit here yeah, because they're expected 100%. to win. They're right. at home. You know, they they had the, they won their division outright. I mean, yeah, they are house money for the Bucks. That's house exactly money. right. And you know, the Bucks I think have a real chance here. You know, what an exciting season! It goes all the way down to the last game where they barely get by the worst team in the NFL, mm -hmm. and here we are talking about a second round playoff game. And I said the Bucks they lucked out. Look, sometimes the ball bounces your way. Getting Carolina as the final game of the season a must win. Uh, and that might have been the only team that could have beaten that week was the lowly Carolina Panthers. Then getting the Eagles, who were the worst team heading into the playoffs among all the playoff contenders, getting them in the first round, that was a big help. And now 
they've got to earn it against the Lions. But uh, the way they played, you've got to figure that gives them some confidence. Baker Mayfield, he is just the the word that always comes to mind when I when I see him play these days. Gamer. I mean, he was banged up. He was hurt. He was making all the throws. He was toughing it out. Took some big hits. Uh, you got to feel pretty good about him going into this uh, next round. And if they get past the Lions. You just, you just never know. The rest of the games, uh, there was the Lions-Rams game. That was a close one. That was yeah. decent. But the rest of them were blowouts. Yeah. They were not very good games. And I will say this. As somebody who hates the Cowboys and the Eagles, it was a fantastic <laughs> weekend. <laughs> I, I tell you what, that Cowboys game, it was a blowout. The Packers blew them out of the... I watched every second of that. I just took it all in watching the Cowboys go down like that. Once again, the Cowboys and Prescott cannot beat a decent team. No. They, they run can't. up the score against bad ones and are terrible against the good ones. Yeah, and then with the Miami Dolphins, you knew the minute they walked out of that locker room in those uh, freezing temperatures in Kansas City that they were not going to win that game. They wanted absolutely no part of that. And uh, the rest of the game, they just weren't that great. Hopefully we'll get better games. I think this is the best weekend of football of the whole year. When you've got the two games on Saturday, the two games on Sunday, you've got some really good matchups. Uh, it should be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. So Donald Trump has huge momentum going into New Hampshire after a dominating victory in Iowa. So does that mean anyone can stop him? Well, Governor DeSantis was the second-place finisher with 21% in the Iowa caucuses. Nikki Haley just behind him with 19%, but Trump had a 30-point victory. And it's his first step towards the big 2024 rematch that he wants against President Biden. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out. He got less than 8% of the vote. So New Hampshire is a completely different animal than Mm -hmm. the Iowa caucuses. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, how this shakes up with having still two candidates, essentially, the never-Trump vote against Donald Trump himself. Well, Trump had a pretty strong closing message. Here's what he said in Iowa, ahead of the caucuses. So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. First step. We're going to first step. We're going to do it. We're going to do it big. you got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, i got to even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> even if what? Even if you, uh, uh, you know, you're sick, you go and then you drop dead. Hey, at least you got that that vote in. Uh, that's what's you important did something here. Something to save America. Yes. Uh, even if you're sick as a dog, if you've got the flu, you go to that caucus, you breathe on everybody there. Spread it around. Right, and you make sure you cast that vote uh, for me, so I can win. That was a, that's a strong message there at the end. <laughs> Well, it's interesting to look at the comparison between the Iowa caucuses and New Hampshire, because Iowa, first of all, they have a caucus system, which is weird in itself. That means you're going to have less people participating in the overall process compared to the total population of the state. Right. And it's it's not big to begin with. It's not big to begin with. And it's all Republicans. Mm -hmm. Those are only people who are registered Republican voters. So when you see the breakdown, you can see how it goes amongst absolute republican registered voters yeah, a lot they of evangelicals know. too um yeah I, honestly i was thinking about this because uh, new hampshire you've got a lot of independents who are going to be participating well, it's an open primary right unlike right. unlike iowa yeah i was this is my idea for presidential politics moving forward and i think this is kind of brilliant all right whichever state had the closest election in the previous presidential election they should go first as the primary state to kick things off in the next election. So, like, I can't remember if it was well, what do you do after Georgia. That? Well, I don't you just go. You just rank it by the closest. I didn't, I didn't think that 
far in advance. I didn't plot it out that much, but I, the initial part I've got. So you would have like Georgia or you know, yeah. Pennsylvania or Arizona, one of those states. That would be the first one because that gives you, I think, a more representative idea of where the actual electorate, the swing state electorate is at than what we're getting from Iowa and New Hampshire. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think that they, they have talked about changing the system. Uh, one of the proposals was like a, re- a regional system mm-hmm. where you do the Northeast and that would allow the candidates to focus on that part of the country in right. that particular election cycle. And you just rotate it around that way. This is another option. You know, do it based on the results of the previous yeah. uh, presidential race. I think anything to change up the system where you have these two states, New yeah. Hampshire and Iowa, which you know, frankly, they're they're not large states. They don't wow. represent the way the United States is is made up. You know, population wise, and uh, yeah, why not? I mean, what about Florida? Why don't right. we have a shot at being number one for once? Exactly. I, 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 you know, I don't I don't have a problem changing the system. I think that's a good. I know idea. the candidates wouldn't like it because it's expensive. It's hard to you know get around, travel through a state like Florida, whereas New Hampshire, you can really get to know a lot of the voters, meet them. I, I would hate to live in Iowa or New Hampshire. Can you imagine how? Uh, awful it must be in the weeks leading up to the caucuses or the primary election. Getting, I think they like the money, though. Y- they do like that, but getting inundated with the ads and people oh, yeah. knocking on your door all the time. And, yeah. oh. it's, it's bad enough when you don't live in one of those states, but right. I imagine it must be much worse. Yeah. Well, it makes brutal. them feel important, though. It does. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's the one time to feel important <laughs> in Iowa and New Hampshire. Yeah, otherwise it's, you know, back to corn farming. Right. <laughs> so, you know, this is kind of exciting, I would think. There were two things that I was looking for from uh, these caucuses. Would Trump get over 50%? And he did, which is good news for Trump. And then who was going to come in second? And it was DeSantis. And I think the ground game, DeSantis's operation in the state, that's what put him over the top over Nikki Haley, even though it was only about two percentage points. Uh, so moving forward, uh, I mean, Trump is the clear favorite. There's no question about it. Because of these results, DeSantis stays in the race. Uh, I think DeSantis loses. He's not going to get, actually, he didn't really have much momentum to begin with, but he's not going to get much of a boost out of this because he was so far back. It wasn't a close second place like he needed. Nikki Haley, uh, her momentum, I think, gets uh, hits a speed bump here because she didn't finish in second place. And it's all about narratives right now. And the narrative is that Trump won by 30 percent. Uh, neither DeSantis nor Nikki Haley was all that close. And we'll go to New Hampshire. But uh, it's obviously Trump's to lose. And well, there's no question still about working that. on those tough questions about the Confederacy. So the history <laughs> of but, you know, it's, I, I think, though, that, you know, we've talked about this earlier. I think that it is a problem for the never Trump vote to have two candidates in there because you're never going to get one that's close enough to to Trump's 50 percent. But I see where I disagree is I don't know that the DeSantis vote is a never Trump vote. Some I, of it is. Though. Some, there might be a part of I it. Mean, remember all those corporate people that, that gave him money at the beginning? Yeah, they but I think Trump. they've abandoned him by now. I think they're on board with Nikki. That's why Nikki's numbers have have gone up as much as they have in New Hampshire. I think you've got some people who are going to come home to Trump eventually who are still supporting DeSantis for a variety of different reasons. I think for the most part with DeSantis, it's that he'll do a lot of the same things that Trump would do without, you but know, he's younger, some of the drama, drama younger, yeah. Yeah. Newer, yeah. maybe has a better chance of beating uh, Biden but uh, I, I think DeSantis staying in actually helps Nikki Haley a little bit, uh, but I don't think it's going to be enough in New Hampshire. Vivek Ramaswamy getting out, I mean, that vote just goes to to Trump. And w- what I also have found really interesting, it's amazing to watch. So Nikki Haley, she's asked, if you look at some of the numbers, her voters, when they're asked, uh, if it's not Nikki Haley, who do you uh, turn to? And a lot of them said Biden mm. over Trump. 
Nikki Haley, when she's asked the same question, she's like, oh, I'm going to support Trump. They all get in line. All yeah. of them. Chris Sununu, New Hampshire governor who, who backed Nikki Haley. Kim Reynolds, Iowa governor who backed this. They all get in line and say, I'm going to support Trump. If that were Trump, you don't ever hear Trump saying, oh, if Nikki Haley wins the nomination, I'm, I'm going to get behind her. Right. The, it's, there's a weakness. Uh, Marco Rubio, who you know, who you know, <laughs> hates Trump, hates him. He is so much more in line with his politics and views with Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley backed him back in 2016. Yeah. He gets on board the Trump train the other day. Voters can sense the weakness from these politicians. And it was DeSantis who said, you know, uh, the media, they're all in favor of Trump. And it's because of the ratings. And it's because, you know, they're serving. They're all, well, it's the same thing with the politicians. They know where the base is at. And they're so afraid of them, like a Marco Rubio. They're not going to do what they think is right. They're going to do what they have to to survive in politics. That's what we're seeing right now, and it's so obvious. Yeah, it's amazing. To Trump watch is it. in charge of the Republican Party. Yeah, and all of the Republicans have to get in line. Right, otherwise they will face political yeah. problems. And this idea that like Nikki Haley is running for VP or something, she's not going to get VP. If there's one thing I think everybody should have learned about Trump this time around. Uh, he is not taking suggestions in terms of who he can pick for this and that. It's loyalty. Ivanka for VP. Right. <laughs> I don't even know if Ivanka is loyal enough for him. Uh, oh, I think so. With, with some of those news stories that came out where Ivanka didn't agree with this or Ivanka didn't agree Doesn't with that. Doesn't matter. 100% loyalty. That's as long what he's as he gets for. to look at you. All right. The Ryan Gorman Show, 5 to 9, every weekday morning on News Radio WFLA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.